you would have thought I was getting ready for Y2K. I had food in the cupboards, the freezers, I had food everywhere. But yet I was still every Saturday morning going to the grocery store. You're listening to Financial Grown-Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown-Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money. But it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. So we talk a lot these days in our society about being mindful. I'm working hard about bringing that into my life in a consistent and intentional way, but we also need to talk about mindlessness, especially when it comes to our everyday spending. I love the story that retire-inspired author and podcast host Chris Hogan is about to share with us because of its brilliant simplicity. We need to hear this stuff and know that even the people we look up to when it comes to money have not always been the role models for money mindfulness. He became aware and once he saw the numbers, change came. Here is Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. And it's an honor to have you. I am such a fan of all that you do for people from Retire Inspired, the book, to your podcast, to all of your good teachings and advice. So it is truly a privilege, and we thank you. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. All right. You have brought with you a money story about spending and the grocery store, which is something people don't always realize What's going on there? Do tell. Bobby, I had an issue. I had a situation. I wasn't being a grown-up at this oh, time. No. This is back <laughs> before I had kids. Um, I'm now the proud father of three boys, but no kids, double-income household, and we were just getting started getting serious about where we were financially and what we were doing. I sat down and was looking at bank statements. I wanted to add up. I wanted to know where was my money going, right? Where was our money heading? And so I started adding up the different categories, the eating out, but the grocery bill, this was one that was jumping out at me. And I thought this can't be correct. And I went another month back and yeah, $1,200 a month on groceries. A family what were you buying? Anything and everything. Meats, cheeses. I mean, anything and everything at any time. Again, we had the money. We weren't hurting anybody. I went back a third month and added it up, and it was like $1,500. I was like, okay, let's go back to the $1,200. And it was just too much. And then I started realizing something. I was making the grocery store rich instead of me building my own wealth. That became my financial wake-up call, so to speak. And literally looking at this, we got intentional, we got on a budget, and we set up a dollar amount that we were going to spend on groceries. That was the taking control. And I'll never forget, we looked at all the food that I had stockpiled. You would have thought I was getting ready for Y2K. I had food in the cupboards, the freezers, I had food everywhere. But yet, I was still every Saturday morning going to the grocery store. And I realized something. I was shopping out of habit, not out of necessity. Well, it sounds like it was part of your routine. That was your your weekend routine. That's exactly right. It was the routine. And so regardless of if we needed anything or not, I was going and I was buying things because I could. And so stepping back and really looking at that, we put some parameters in place. We set up a dollar amount that we were going to spend on groceries. But before we did that, we ate the food that we had. 
And I'll never forget, that was a grown-up moment for us really starting to take a stand because the 15 to 1200 to 1500 that was normally being spent in that month, we didn't spend it that month. We actually sent it toward debt. The entire amount. The entire amount. We say we had $100 for groceries. You know, we bought the milk and eggs and things right. like that. But the other stuff, we ate the things that we had. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, Bobby. We had some interesting meals. Okay. <laughs> it was interesting. I'm a noodles with corn. I mean, we, we did some stuff. But we made a stand at that point financially that we were going to be in charge and our habits weren't going to take charge of us. I just want to ask you something. You Earlier, you said you could afford it, but then you said you were putting that money towards debt. So you could afford it in terms of cash flow, but yet maybe you should not have been spending that clearly because you could have put it towards debt. So your perception of afford has changed. Oh, absolutely it did because my math changed. Looking at debt, I mean, it was one of those things that at that time we rationalized it because why? Everybody had credit card debt. Everybody had a car payment. But as you start to look at it and you start to run the numbers, you understand interest that you pay is a penalty. Interest that you earn is a reward. And so when you start to learn real math, as I call it, you start to see debt for what it is. It's a threat and it's a thief and you want to get it out of your life. So what is the lesson from this for our listeners? Oh, I'd say be intentional. It's the lesson of wants versus needs. And we can get confused. I mean, we can want something so bad that we feel like we need it. But I want us to be clear. Uh, Set spending limits for yourself. Understand what you normally spend. But let's put some dollar amounts on there of, hey, here's what we're going to spend in groceries. This is what we're going to spend eating out. And now you start to construct that budget. It puts you in control. And then you don't have to feel regret. All right, let's move on to your money tip because this is one I know what you're going to say and I was it's so brilliantly simple. Yes. What is your money tip for everybody that they can use right away? Right away the my money tip is this. Use cash. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you when you have cash and you go into the grocery store with that dollar amount, it helps you stay aware and it helps you to stay in control. And now when they say the total amount is $85 and you count out $85, you are feeling the spending of that money as you're counting out those bills. As opposed to with a debit card, the swipe, we don't feel the pain there. It's just this swipe. And now there's a chip and all this thing's going on. It doesn't become spending until you balance your your checking account. So use cash in those areas that you struggle in, whether it's eating out, get an envelope, write eating out on it, put a dollar amount in there each and every pay period. When the money is gone, you're done. And it's this great reminder and it keeps us aware of where we stand financially. All right, Chris, thank you so much. I want to hear more quickly about what is going on with you and what you are working on at Dave Ramsey Solutions and at Retire Inspired. Do tell. Yes. Well, actually, I'm right now. uh, We launched Retire Inspired in 2016. I'm working on my second book that we're going to have ready and, and available for the public in 2019. But I'm traveling all around the country doing smart money events where we walk people through the baby steps. I'm also doing corporate events where I'm talking about money and leadership. So they can go to check me out at chrishogan360.com, look at the events page, and they can find out where I'm at and where I'm going to be. And one of my favorite things about what you do is in your books, and I hope you have this in your next book, is that you really, as you travel, you get so many unique stories that are relatable, or sometimes hopefully they won't be relatable, because some of them can be pretty scary. But I, I look forward to hearing more of those stories. In terms of social media, always Chris Hogan 360? Always. Everything on Facebook and as well as Twitter, Instagram, at Chris Hogan 360 is where I'm at. 
Okay, there was a lot there that I could relate to and have definitely been guilty of. So this is a case where I am right in it with you guys. Financial grown-up tip number one. We think of eating out in restaurants as a big expense that has to be watched, and it does, but you can also buy quite expensive items at the grocery store and have some very pricey home-cooked meals. Or even worse, as in the case of the Hogan household, some expensive food just sitting in the pantry and the freezer. So you have to watch that bill. It seems so simple, but make a list when you go shopping and stick to it. And you've heard this before, but I'm going to remind you, don't shop hungry. It happens. I do it. And I always buy more than I should and fall for the impulse items. I'm working on it, and you should too. There are a ton of apps that can help you to be more organized and save money when you shop for groceries. I'm going to put links to a few articles with suggestions in the show notes, but a couple to check out just here, Grocery IQ and Grocery Pal. You make your list and the app will sort it out and show you discounts, including those for other brands of the same item. And while it may seem like it's okay if you can afford it to spend that extra money at the grocery store, it's not always as okay as it seems. For example, in the Hogan's case, they realized that they could be using that money to pay down debt. So they thought they could afford it, but maybe not so much. And if you don't have debt, wouldn't it be more fun to do something else with the money or more smarter to invest the money? Savings is a good thing. All right, financial grown-up tip number two, ditch the bad money habits that are just there because they're routine. Chris Hogan was shopping at the grocery store every Saturday because it was Saturday. He did not need the food. In fact, he probably didn't have room for it at a certain point. And this comes back to things like lattes. If you want one because you want one and you can afford it, that's fine. But if you're just buying one every morning because that's your routine, well, think about it. Maybe you want to do something else some days. I want to thank all of you for your ratings and reviews on iTunes. It is making a huge difference in helping others discover our new podcast. I also want to thank Forbes for naming Financial Grown Up one of the five podcasts that is getting it right. It was amazing to be getting that kind of recognition less than two months after we started this project. Keep spreading the word, friends, and keep in touch. I am on Twitter at Bobby Rebel and on Instagram at Bobby Rebel one On Facebook, check me out under Bobby Rebel and learn more about the show at, you're getting the theme here, bobbyrebell.com forward slash financial grown-up podcast. Chris Hogan is pretty much as grown-up as it gets. I loved his episode, and I hope you did too, and that it got us all one step closer to being financial grown-ups. Financial Grown-Up with Bobby Rebel is edited and produced by Steve Stewart and is a BRK Media production.